thank you for tuning into Holistic Finance, where we promote financial balance and financial health. Our mission is to simplify your finances so you can focus on your practice and enjoy life. Now, here are your hosts, Ryan Burklow and Alex Collins. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Holistic Finance. I am your host, Ryan Parker Donald Burklow. <laughs> Allow me to introduce my co-host, Alex, another day in paradise, Collins. I see we're we're sticking with the uh, Phil Collins song titles. I like it. Yeah, uh, we're going with the top ten Phil Collins songs. Uh, I'm excited about where we're going with this introduction of Alex Collins. <laughs> so, uh, for those of you who don't know, Phil Collins is not Alex Collins' father. Um, Alex it- Collins' father's name is Brad. It is surprising how many times I've actually had to state that, that no, my dad's name is not Phil. <laughs> so um, for those of you who are new, uh, welcome to the show. This show is all about helping naturopaths build a practice uh, financially savvy, uh, as well as just savvy in general. Uh, we, we're here to help you build your practice so you can help your patients. Um, Alex and I have had many experiences with uh, uh, different medical doctors and different uh, naturopaths, and uh, we really appreciate what you all do and that holistic approach that you take. So thank you for that. And this podcast is all for you. So welcome to the show. For those of you who are returning, welcome back. Um, we appreciate you all listening, and hopefully you all are appreciating uh, some of the, the topics that we're talking into. So today's topic um, is going to be around all the different people we have in our life talking to us about money. And I know we normally end with the question of the day. I'm going to start with the question of the day, so I'm still some thunder from Alex. Uh, so the question that I have is, who is your financial quarterback? So let's talk about what I mean by that, that Alex. Sure. So we've got a whole bunch of different people that speak into our lives, uh, whether it is um, the person who helps us out with commercial insurance or our auto and home insurance, our CPA, our spouse, our parents, an attorney. A financial advisor, a financial planner, even just the the know-it-all brother or sister or or family member or friend who thinks that they've got it all figured out, uh, and maybe they do, maybe they, maybe they don't. Um, but who is actually helping to coordinate all of that and bring it together in one cohesive plan? Yeah, and to go a little bit deeper, uh, the the question that I always ask to really kind of sum up what Alice just said is when you're talking to your auto and home insurance agent, right? You're talking about car insurance, for example, and you're looking at maybe bodily injury limits and what, and what you're protecting, right? You're trying to protect yourself as well as the assets that you have. So the question that I always ask is, does that person know what your balance sheet looks like? And nine times out of 10, the answer to that is no. And I'm not saying that those people are bad because, you know, I used to be in that industry. We weren't trained uh, to do that. And maybe they're not the people 
to know everything about your balance sheet. So when this isn't a dialogue around like that's the person that should know that. It's more of <laughs> how many people do talk to us about money or financial situations and they're trying to help us, but they don't have the entire picture. Right. One oftentimes we'll get conflicting advice, like the, you know, CPA will tell us one thing and like our spouse will tell us something else or our parent or our buddy or uh, our financial advisor. Like we, there's this cacophony of different uh, stuff that's thrown at us by the media, the news, the talking heads, all of our friends, the people we interact with on a daily basis. And, and do we have somebody who's like helping it all make sense and bringing it together to into one plan that is cohesive and makes sense and and takes a look at like okay well they're they maybe they're right about this component but did, have they thought about this other thing over here I, I, how do we bring that all together into to one one comprehensive plan and you know for naturopaths this this normally is right up your all's alley because this is what you do on the medical side yeah right how many different people talking to us talk to us about our health right and how does how do we look at it from a holistic level rather than only looking at it from a, a siloed like oh you should only eat beets because beets makes your pee red <laughs> sorry that's <laughs> it's a joke because i actually despise beets and my my wife loves them but in the end, we have people talking to us about different situations financially and medically, and who is the quarterback around both of those sides. And that that's an important person to have. Now, that might be a financial advisor, which is awesome. And this isn't a plug for you all to go reach out to us in terms of being that financial advisor. This is more of a plug of do you even have that person in your life? And or if you don't, you've essentially given it to all those other people that are talking to you about your money. You just didn't realize it. Right. Well, let's be proactive and figure out whom it is that we want to be that overarching person who's going to craft the plan. Um, you know, to go back to to your your example there of the financial quarterback, who's calling the play? Like who is directing what we're actually going to be doing in this? Um, and, and like helping to coordinate the the various different actors that we have um, to accomplish what you're trying to do. So now some of you might be thinking, maybe it's yourself. Maybe you're saying, well, I'm the financial quarterback, and that's definitely the case. Like I would say that I'm the financial quarterback in my personal financial sheet. However, there's another person also in play with that in my financial world, and it's actually Alex. I talk to him all the time about different things that I'm looking at doing financially for a huge reason. And that reason is while I have quite a bit of knowledge around finance, I do it for a living. <laughs> what other things are out there that either I'm being biased to or lack of awareness and i don't even know it yeah we, we've all got blind spots um you know hubris the, uh, i i use ryan in the exact same way of like hey I, I, we're thinking about doing this what's your thoughts 
Um, we, we constantly bounce stuff off of each other. Um, <clears throat> I mean, we almost treat it like uh, if you ever saw the show House, where he, like, House is this amazing diagnostic physician, but he needs his team to be able to bounce ideas and concepts off of. And he gets different things from each one of them. And they help him be a better uh, diagnostician. Um, it's the exact same way that Ryan and I work. And, and like, even if you are that person in your own world, you need to have somebody as a sounding board. Because of the hubris that we all inherently have, some of us have more of it than others. And <laughs> what we don't know, we what we don't know that we should know. Yeah. Well, it, it, there's that big unknown of, we don't know what we don't know. Right. And that's, there's no, there's no solve for that uh, beyond like asking for second opinions and, and trying to, to dig into it and, and looking for like, okay, what might I be missing and, and putting, trying to put that, that hubris aside and saying, I don't know everything. Um, you know, one of the things that Ryan has probably gotten sick of hearing me say is that I don't know everything there is to know about finance. It's too big of a field and I never will be able to, to understand all of it. And so like we need other folks in our lives, whether that's the, the attorney, the CPA, like we need other people that are going to be experts in their domains um, so that we can leverage that and make sure that we're, we're putting together a comprehensive plan. And what the quarterback does for you is calls out, hey, I'm not the person for that. Let's bring in the expert. Maybe it's the CPA for taxes for that conversation, right? Or, hey, actually, have you thought about this? And that, that's the value of the advisor, right? And yes, the advisor could be managing investments. Yes, the advisor could be giving you some education. And that's a huge piece as well. But really, the advisor should be having you look at your money um, and your practice differently so that you're building it as efficiently as possible. Like, that's the true value that I think Alex and I bring. Right. And that's the value that your quarterback should bring. Yeah. To, to go back to the, the quarterback analogy, if you get up to the line of scrimmage and you've got one play called and the other team's blitzing and you don't have the proper protection called – it's not the quarterback that that goes and deals with the protection. Like they're going to, you know, send uh, their tight end in motion or have their back shift to be able to pick up the proper protection or shift their O-line um, to be able to, to deal with it. Or they might call a quick hitting play where the quarterback might get crunched, but they're going to have the ball out because it's a quick hitting play. So there's a whole host of different things that we can go ahead and do in terms of reactions. Um, depending upon circumstances, but you, you have to have somebody who can survey the entire field and, and know what the options are and be able to, to help enact it and do so quickly. Right. So, you know, these are all the reasons for you to have a financial quarterback in your life. Let's talk about the reasons why we, Alex, this is for you and I to chat about, like, what, <laughs> what is it we have found that the reason people don't have a financial quarterback in their life some of it is just maybe it's a blind spot that they just didn't realize right it, it, and that could be you know it, it could be that the thought process of like you know we talked about hubris earlier uh you know it, it could also just be that they're 
there's a, a fear of cost. There's a fear of hiring the wrong person, of getting taken advantage of. There's a fear of missing out. Like there, there's a couple different costs there, and let's maybe spend a minute or two and kind of unpack some of those. Yeah, um, the first one I think inside of that, it's built into the cost is they may have their own perception of what a financial quarterback in this in this conversation, what that quarterback does. And I think that's because, you know, when you think of, and I'm going to use the word financial advisor here, and we'll just stick to that term for this conversation. I think how many different definitions could someone have for that term? Like it could be someone that just manages your investments. It could be someone that is going to, that handles your insurance. Um, it could be someone that actually gives you some cash flow planning scenarios. Mm-hmm. Right. What is what is it that a financial advisor does? Like, I think that's a that's a an unknown. Hence the cost aspect. Right. Well, like you ask, you know, 15 people on the street, what who like what does your financial advisor do for you? And you're probably going to wind up with like 13 different answers. Um, and, and so like a lot of the the titles that uh, are used in our industry um, beyond just financial advisor. Stop meaning anything to to clients uh, or to the public because like we've essentially obfuscated like <clears throat> what it is that each one of us do, and we're like the the industry somewhat hides behind jargon, um, and it's 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 not great <clears throat> um, the fact that uh, you know there's so much. Uh, regulation out there in the industry that's that's a good thing but the fact that the public is unaware of what the differences are between a financial advisor a financial representative and a financial planner and, and what that means from a difference in terms of uh, structure licensing cost fee things of that nature like that it's the industry is so broken up that it's it's really hard for folks to understand it um, and on top of that our, our country really does a poor job of of financial education and financial literacy. So, right, that that's a big reason. I'm laughing because like, how do you sum all of that up in one sentence? <laughs> <laughs> it's right, it's impossible. And, and I mean, let's just face it, that's a, that's a big issue why I think a lot of people don't have a financial quarterback in their life or a financial advisor in their life because they didn't know what they didn't know in terms of what that person does. Right. So how, how do you solve for that? Well, uh, solve for that is, is have conversations with someone that you know and trust. Yeah. And if they're not, and maybe it's, they're not the person that's going to be your financial quarterback. Maybe they're the person that introduces you to the financial quarterback. Right. Well, and like some of these concepts that we've, we've brought up, um, like it, if we don't have the foundation because our, our, our parents don't necessarily teach this stuff. Our schools don't necessarily teach this stuff. And so this concept of, of financial literacy, like we can wind up having folks that are that avoid the conversation for a couple of reasons. One, it's taboo. Two, they're a little bit afraid to shine a light on something that hasn't had light shine on, uh, shown on it before. Um, and three, they, they don't know it real well. And so they, they might be afraid of being taken advantage of or, or af afraid of trusting the wrong person, things of that nature. Um, I mean, that's goes to 
to why it's so important to to find someone that you can that you know that you can trust that you can build a relationship with and that, that it's not just um, a skin deep relationship yeah and let's let's real quick let's define financial literacy um, because I don't know about you, Alex. When I hear the word financial literacy, like oftentimes it's it's almost some people could maybe take it demeaning, meaning like right. they're not smart people, right? And I, and I don't think that's what we what we mean. Like you don't have financial literacy. We're not saying you're dumb or not smart. I think it's more of there is financial lack of financial knowledge out there. Or maybe there's so much information out there that it's hard to put it into how does that affect me in terms of what decisions I should be making with my money? Yeah, it, it, I almost think about it as uh, like finance really is almost kind of its own language. And so if I was to call you German illiterate, like A, that would be accurate. And B, like my guess is you wouldn't take that as as a derogatory or negative thing, you've never spent any time studying German. How in the heck would you possibly be literate in a language that you've never studied? Right. Um, it, it's really the same concept with with finance. Is um, like the while we we might understand like the individual words, like a lot of the concepts behind finance just really aren't taught, and and so. You know, it's something where where it takes a lot of time, energy, and effort to to learn a new language, and really get to the point where where you have a, a, a truly good understanding of of how all of this stuff works. And it's it's not it's not saying that somebody isn't smart at all. It's saying that there is a different language here, and we need to understand the basics of that language before we can can really start to try and dive into it too much. Yeah, so I definitely didn't want to turn this podcast into the <laughs> defining financial literacy. However, uh, the point of this podcast is, or this episode is, who is your financial quarterback? And that's that's the question of the day. So make sure that you head to holistic-finance.com. And at the bottom of that page, there's a spot where you can email us uh, your answer. We've gotten several responses on those. We love engaging with you all there. So thank you for that, uh, as well as it, it gives us a lot of information about you in terms of the topics and what's on your mind. So please, if something else is on your mind, feel free to email us and say, hey, could you talk about this? And we can do that, or we can find someone, if we're not the people to talk about it, we'll find someone and interview them for that. So um, I think, Alex, that's the end. Normally, I hand it off to you for the question of the day. So if, if it sounds like we're a little off, that's why we're <laughs> off. So, um, appreciate, appreciate you all listening. If you have any questions, head there and check us out. And uh, as always, Mr. Collins. Make it a great day. This podcast is for informational purposes only, and it's not to be construed as tax, legal, or investment advice. Although the information has been gathered from sources believed to be reliable, please note that individual situations can vary. Therefore, the information should be relied upon only when coordinated with individual professional advice. Guest speakers and their firms are not affiliated with or endorsed by Park Avenue Securities, Guardian, or quantified financial partners, and opinions stated are their own. Guardian, its subsidiaries, agents, and employees do not provide tax, legal, or accounting.
consult your tax, legal, or accounting professional regarding your individual situation. All in